Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. Father, we just come to you tonight and <clears throat> we just ask for your presence to be uh, with us in everything that we do. And uh, we just ask for uh, your wisdom, we ask for direction. I pray that all politics will be put aside and that we would be focused on the needs of this community and that we would meet them where they are and do their business. And so just give us wisdom and guidance and, and ultimately help us to be unified because where there is unity, we can accomplish anything. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> I mean, God bless the pastor praying at the Milton City Council meeting for um, people to be unified and not to engage in politics. and. Uh, it's very aspirational of him. I'll, I'll give him credit for all of that. Um, but then, you know, and by the way, I, I will say this. As an episode overall of Milton City Council Melodrama Theater, uh, this meeting was very boring. Not an awful lot happened. That was There were opportunities for drama. There were. There were opportunities for drama. And the drama still didn't really manifest. I mean, we got all kinds of good news notes in. Um, you know, things like there's going to be new traffic light going in at uh, Magnolia and Stewart. Roxanne Meese explaining that. And I have my TPO tomorrow, um, so I'll have more meeting, more information next meeting. But I thought that was great news that they are going to completely pay for that red light. That's wonderful. Yeah, that is good news. And it looks like about a year out is what the schedule is likely for that end of 2024, beginning of 2025. Uh, the vacancy by Jason Vance, uh, uh, wanting to get off city council so bad that he moved out of the city. Uh, <laughs> he probably didn't, but it's fun to think of it that way. Other people have left city council as well. But that Ward 4 vacancy is the... There hasn't yet begun to be a real fight over that, although I suspect that's coming, right? That will be a big fight over who gets nominated to replace him. A motion from Councilman Powell to make the deadline for applications for the Ward 4 seat vacancy November 29th to have a second from Councilman Cusack. Yeah, simple. Everybody's getting along. Even the issue of, um, you know, making sure that all the board appointments within the city are all legitimate, have not f exceeded their term. People want to be on the boards that they're on. And, you know, I had thought there was going to be some controversy over that, but it turns out there was so nothing. However, <laughs> I wouldn't have done this if there wasn't a however. My however was that right after the pastor's in invocation, okay, right after the pastor's invocation, um, Mayor Heather Lindsay, who is often the source of drama in our episodes, um, decided that the best way to start the meeting before she gets to the, you know, please don't engage in any slander or disruption or aggression or other slander or other hostility, or I mean, these are all the words that she says. Her very first thing that she says to open the meeting, you ready for this? We recognize. Oops, sorry, hold on. I've got to go back to the beginning of the clip. Here we go. The charter authorizes the mayor to manage meetings of the council and to implement city ordinances, including section 2-32 regarding meetings. We're all adults. We recognize that some of us dislike each other. Some of us don't trust each other. Some with good reason. 
Some of us want justice and some sometimes seem to, some of us, to want to punish others. So, <laughs> oh, man. You, you had such a good role. But, like, this is a weird way to begin a meeting, right? Like, the very first note she wants to make is, listen, I know we don't like each other. We're all adults. We recognize that some of us dislike each other. And I, I know that, you know, some of us are big, fat, ugly liars. Some of us don't trust each other. Some with good reason. <laughs> and that, you know, some of us, us, I mean, have good motives. Some of us want justice and some, well, the other people sometimes seem to, some of us, to want to punish others. There you go. So, I mean, not the best tone setter for a meeting, but then again, in the grand scheme of drama levels at the Milton City Council meeting, overall, I scored a low. I mean, you know, she goes on to give her standard spiel now. When recognized, if you engage in slanderous commentary or behave in a way that is hostile, I will interrupt you. If a member of council thinks I should interrupt someone, you can in a respectful manner state point of order and identify the issue for me to resolve. I mean, you know, this protocol, by the way, seems to be working fairly well. The warning about multiple warnings about slander and hostility and respect and aggression. And uh, then we go on with the meeting. Like I said, the meeting was very straightforward, simple, productive, no, not particularly eventful. Although, again, I think some of these flashpoints are going to come back later. But generally speaking, generally speaking, I would say a relatively low grade drama at the Milton City Council meeting. Despite some effort to maybe bring it to a higher level of drama. All adults, we recognize that some of us dislike each other. Yeah, well, you know, that's just politics, right? 716 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake, uh, apparently there's a semi-truck just stopped in the middle of uh, the I-10 median. Is that right? Uh, yes, I-10 uh, eastbound on the uh, Scambia Bay Bridge. We have a disabled semi-truck in the middle lane. Just, oh, God, not just, in the median, in the middle lane? It, it wow, says in the yeah, middle lane. Yeah, yeah, Is wow. Is that what they said? Hold on. That's, let me what, go. that's what my text here says. Yes, that's right, okay. in the middle lane. I All misread right. it. Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, yes, definitely use caution uh, moving through that area. Uh, otherwise, we've got some slowdowns here um west spencer field road coming out of highway uh coming out of milton on highway 90 there's a vehicle crash roadblock um i-10 westbound coming out of milton right after the blackwater bridge there's a vehicle crash with injuries there um massachusetts avenue uh near uh, i think it's Mont montpelier uh, or it said North W Street, but I think they've updated that. Uh, but anyway, downtown on Massachusetts Avenue, there's going to be a crash there, hit and run. Um, and then, as we mentioned on the Escambia Bay Bridge, please be careful with that disabled semi-truck in the uh, middle lane eastbound. Uh, Highway 29 northbound at Old Kim Strand. Uh, there's an accident. Crews will be on the scene there, and I think that's in front of the Winn-Dixie. Uh, 98's flowing good. This traffic report is brought to you by New South Windows Solutions, NewSouthWindow.com. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Hey, if you've got a nice import, you spend a little bit extra to get it. A Porsche Mercedes, a BMW, a Jaguar, a Lexus, you Think you might have to go to the dealership to get it serviced, but that's not true. You can get it serviced right here on Davis Highway at Bobby Likas Auto Service, no problem. Uh, that means you save the time driving if it's somewhere a ways away, like maybe Destin one way or you know Mobile the other way or wherever you happen to buy it. 
Uh, the cost of being at the dealership and then the cost of, you know, driving there. I mean, gas is not free, uh, not even close. Uh, so you can go to Bobby Lycus, save time, save money, get all the same work done, and at, uh, just as quality, right? That's the idea. They work on those cars. They work on diesel engines. They work on gas, domestics, you know, whatever the case may be. If it, you know, runs on four-wheel or six or whatever, uh, they can work on it at Bobby Lycus Auto Service. The philosophy there is to prevent problems. Like, they want to see you a little bit more often, maybe, than you prefer, but that's the point. You go to them before it's a problem so they can prevent the problem, and that'll actually save you time and money in the long run, even though it's a, maybe a little bit extra appointment, but it's a big inconvenience that you get to miss out on. That's the idea. Bring it to them healthy so you don't have to bring it to them broken. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Join Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric this Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric is one of the least expensive hurricane protection systems available. It is strong and safe and defends against wind, water, and flying debris. The professionals from Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric will be here to take your calls and answer any questions you may have about protecting your home and family during a storm. That's this Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Cat 5 Hurricane Fabric. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. We interrupt the Strength for Life program schedule to remind you that it's football season. If you're a teen guy in the Pensacola area, Northstone Baptist Church's teen program invites you to participate in a guys-only flag football tournament we will be hosting this Saturday, November 18th. Bring some of the boys and join us for a six-on-six flag football competition on our 11 acres of property and then food on the grill after the tournament is over. The games begin at 2.30 p.m. and the event will end at 5.30 p.m. The tournament is open to all young men from 7th to 12th grade. You can find Northstone Baptist Church in northwest Pensacola, just west of the intersection of Pine Forest and Nine Mile. So look us up and join us for an afternoon of competition this Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30 at Northstone. For more information about the church, visit northstonebaptist.org. To learn more about our weekly Strength for Life programs, videos, and other media, visit strengthforlife.church or our YouTube channel, Strength for Life Pensacola. little Fleetwood Mac music means a chance for you to win tickets to go see uh, rumors of Fleetwood Mac, the world's finest tribute band to Fleetwood Mac, actually endorsed by a member. So they're going to be performing at the Pensacola Sanger Theater November 22nd, November 22nd. So that's eight days from now. And if you would like to go, 437-1620, caller number two right now. Caller number two wins a pair of tickets to go see rumors of Fleetwood Mac at the Pensacola Sanger Theater eight days from now, November 22nd. Dial fast, caller number two. Mm, I'm getting hungry. What do you want to eat? Let me check out that foodies page that I follow. Let's see, he says for sure, Scenic 90 Cafe, great for homestyle cooking. Oh, Scenic 90 Cafe is a retro 50s inspired diner. It has breakfast, lunch, dinner, one of those old school soda fountain dessert bars, and everything's made from scratch in-house. Happy hour specials, food, wine, and beer every Tuesday through Thursday, and specials on oysters and bubbles on Fridays. Scenic 90 Cafe, for 24 years on Scenic Highway, just a few doors down from Agape Bistro and Garden. Visit Scenic 90 Cafe online at scenic90cafe.com. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me tomorrow at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities, specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions tomorrow at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Get the midday news live with Markley Van Camp and Robbins, 11 to 2, before Guy Benson on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. You fake a stomach cramp, and when you're bent over, moaning and wailing, you lick your palms. It's a little childish and stupid, but then so is high school. We didn't know about a world wide web, was a whole different game being played. When I was a kid, wanna get down in a cool way, get to yourself on a beautiful day. Big bell bottoms and groovy long hair, just a walking in style with a portable CD player. No, you would listen to the music on the AM radio. November uh, 14th and uh, from 6 to 730 uh, that uh, in partnership with Civicon uh, we'll be doing at Sanders Beach uh, certainly want to welcome uh, yourselves and everybody out there listening I think it'll also be streamed on Facebook and I believe uh, 1620 AM is also going to stream on the radio you bet you bet we will also news radio 92.3 so 92.3 on uh, uh, tune in you can check it out on the news radio Pensacola app which you should have if you don't have um, go get it it's easy and super convenient especially for listening to podcasts because you can pull them straight up on your phone basically with one press of the thumb uh, but yeah tonight six o'clock the mayor's going to tell everybody how the city has been going for the last year 723 on news radio 923 um, interesting developments overnight in the uh, Gaza war with the hospital and President Biden and you know calls to you know reduce the level of conflict in and around hospitals on behalf of the Israeli Defense Forces. President Biden calling for less intrusive action near hospitals. Uh, we're in contact and we're with, uh, with the Israelis. The hospital must be protected. Israel says Hamas is using hospitals for cover. They say this is a Hamas fighter with a rocket-propelled grenade at Al-Quds Hospital. That was an aerial shot. A claim denied by doctors there. But the Israeli Defense Force releasing a roughly edited video. They say shows a tunnel near Antisi Hospital. I want to show you a room where we found all the gear, the operational gear of Hamas. Including, he says, grenades, bombs, and RPGs in the hospital's basement. And then they looked underneath a chair and found a passageway to a tunnel going straight out of the hallway of the hospital, basically. So the thing is, is that Hamas uses hospitals and schools and mosques as cover. for Like, it literally builds operational centers on top, and then builds hospitals on top of them or builds them underneath existing. I'm like, that's what they do. John Kirby, I'm with Andrea Mitchell yesterday on MSNBC. Let me start with the hospitals. Even if Israel's claim that Hamas command and control is under al-Shifa, as well as under other hospitals, other Hamas units, even if that were to prove true, and my understanding is that the U.S. has not independently confirmed that intel, does that justify striking a hospital? This is the... Ex- by, by the way... So you haven't been able to personally go over there with a reporter from MSNBC and look underneath the hospital and see if there's some Hamas fighters under there? You haven't confirmed that yourself? Man, better doubt it all. <laughs> it's just like, what's the standard here? This is the extra burden that we've been talking about for the Israeli Defense Forces as they try to go after Hamas leaders. And you're right, I'm not going to speak about intelligence matters, but we know it's open source reporting that Hamas headquarters themselves in things like hospitals and schools, and they uh, have uh, tunnels underneath residential complexes. They put uh, the innocent people of Gaza at risk in harm's way just by how they headquarter themselves. Um, And it does create an added burden now for the Israeli Defense Forces. Uh, They have a legitimate 
100% right and a need, in fact, a responsibility to go after these leadership uh, of Hamas. But they also have to be mindful of civilian casualties, particularly when it comes to a hospital where you have patients who may, they can't evacuate on their own. They've got significant health issues. And your reporter rightly talking about those young premature babies. I mean, uh, uh, they, are, they are victims of this as well, and they can't help themselves out of this problem. So the Israeli Defense Forces have that extra burden, Andrea, of how to, of how to deal with this. All true. All true. You know, Hamas does this knowing it's illegal. They hide themselves, secure themselves within and around with human hostages, what they call, you know, uh, civilian shields or human shields, because they think that's going to deter and discourage their enemies from fighting that way. And it's not, meanwhile, they deliberately target, you know, like Israel can't really hide behind the civilians because the civilians is what Hamas prefers to attack. Anyway, it's just, I mean, it's crazy stuff, absolutely crazy stuff. So what do you do in a crazy world? Well, you have to still follow the rules and use caution and judgment and discernment and, you know, kill as few civilians as you can in the process of taking out the people who are attacking your country. 727 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Okay, if you're headed over the Escambia Bay Bridge or you're headed eastbound in that direction, there is a disabled semi-truck in the middle lane on the bridge. So please use caution uh, in that area. Also, I-10 westbound coming out of Milton right after the Blackwater Bridge. There's a vehicle crash with injuries on the left side there. Uh, Massachusetts Avenue downtown at North W, there, um, there's a hit-and-run crash there. Uh, and I uh, just got a report in. Traffic is backed up uh, to Barrancas at NES. Um, Highway 29 northbound at Old Kim Strand, uh, right in front of the Wind dixie There's an accident with injuries. Crew should be on the scene there. Uh, 98 is looking okay so far. If you have any traffic info to report, you can text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I was just watching a video of that tractor trailer stuck in the middle of the bridge. and like, my God. <laughs> just, you know... Uh, but you can't, places. you can't really just go push it to the side, though. I mean, what do you do? You know, yeah. so what a mess. Uh, 728 News Radio 92.3. If you have a family member, it's often like mom or dad, okay? But it could be brother, sister, aunt, uncle, or a friend, you know, somebody who you notice has changed a little bit, have lost a step maybe, and they're not as able to take care of things. And it, it they're not totally unable, but they're just declining, right? You know what I mean? It's getting harder and harder for them to bathe, to dress, to groom, to cook and clean and shop and stuff like this. And you're probably helping. Um, other people might be helping. You might even have some in-home care going on. And you just kind of like, it's getting to be too much. Okay, well, that's the time when you look at assisted living. And when you start looking, you think, man, where do I go? There's like 30 different places. How do I decide? Well, okay, that's why you call John Horton. He's got an agency called Assisted Living Locators. And for no charge to you, he will help you figure out if Assisted living is the right next step where you can maximize independence for your loved ones and also which one will best fit you because his whole goal is just to match the out of 30 with the you and them and finances and lifestyle and needs and all of that kind of stuff. And he's really good at this. So give him a call, 712-0887, or look him up online at assistedlivinglocators.com. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, hospitals in Gaza have reportedly been rendered inoperable as the fighting between Israel and Hamas continues. There's reportedly about 3,500 people stuck in the largest hospital in that region. The trial resumes today in the case of the man accused of attacking then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer in their home in San Francisco. Paul Pelosi testified yesterday. He said the attack was brutal and he remembered waking up in a pool of blood. The incident was captured on police body cam footage. David DePap has pled not guilty in that case. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of Florida man stories, but today we have a Florida couple 
story. Oh, the couple that crimes together. Right. Rhymes together. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, exactly (laughs) that. Oh, this was in uh, Dunedin and uh, down in the Tampa Clearwater area. And apparently a couple was arrested in their attempt to fulfill a dream. It wasn't a socially acceptable dream, though. They were having relations on a busy causeway witnessed by a couple of underage kids. Well, deputies were, of course, called the people. No remorse. They said the kids shouldn't have been on the causeway, Andrew. (laughs) Yes, the kids fall for being where they... Surprisingly. Yeah, how dare they be on public property? Surprisingly, drugs were involved. No, really? Believe it or not. These stories are so difficult to predict the outcome of. David, thanks for the update. Fox News, I'm C.J. Papa. President Joe Biden travels to an Asian Pacific Leaders Summit in San Francisco today. He will meet face-to-face tomorrow with China's leader Xi Jinping. Biden's critics have pushed for him to take a harder line against China. They cite economic coercion, intellectual property theft, military aggression in the Taiwan Strait, and other things. Biden's approach, though, is going to continue to be quieter. The administration believes that China is alarmed at the relative strength of the U.S. economy compared with the rest of the world. Fox with Jackie Heinrich, a possible vote today on a laddered spending plan from House Speaker Mike Johnson. Texas Congressman Jody Arrington. We need the new speaker who's been on the job all of two weeks to have the runway to finalize our funding package, to take the fight to the Democrats and start that negotiation. The Republican last hour on Fox Business, the goal of preventing a potential shutdown of the federal government Friday night at midnight. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3. It is 55 degrees right now, partly cloudy skies, a little bit of rain and drizzle across the area today. And uh, FDOT has now placed no fishing signs on the General Chappie James Memorial Three Mile Bridge. Uh, while fishing from that bridge has always been illegal, there haven't been signs to let potential anglers know until yesterday. FDOT says messy fishermen have been leaving trash and fish guts and heads on the multi-use path, which that's not safe for walkers or bicyclists trying to use it. Uh, lines hanging over the bridge can also be dangerous for boats that are passing underneath. Kristen West says she was hooked while they were on their boat. It scared me for sure. Um, I did yell because at first I felt the line around my neck. So I was like, what's going on? But um, then I realized the hook and it was it was kind of like a beasting. So it wasn't too bad, but it looked worse than it was. And Wes talked with Channel 3 about this incident. She says luckily her husband was able to cut that line before much damage was done. Local law enforcement says they'll be more heavily enforcing the no fishing law. Uh, an English teacher at West Florida High School is now charged with attempted murder in Tennessee. According to Channel 3, 29-year-old Cody Wiggins is accused of shooting his wife and his brother-in-law while he was he and his family were in Franklin, Tennessee for a wedding. This happened on Saturday at a Marriott hotel. Investigators say Wiggins used a semi-automatic handgun. There was a huge argument uh, here in the lobby of the hotel. Uh, during the wedding event, and apparently either the wife of this man or the brother-in-law came running through the lobby who had been shot. And so the front desk agent called 911, and apparently they were here within 30 to 45 seconds. The circumstances leading up to that shooting are currently not known. Escambia County School Superintendent Keith Leonard says Wiggins has been immediately suspended from his position. Leaders with the Florida Democratic Party are in the middle of a statewide tour trying to take back Florida. Yesterday, 
Nikki Freed was in Santa Rosa and Escambia counties. We came in and had a commitment that in order for us to take back the state and to win, because right now, this is the first time since Reconstruction that we don't have a statewide elected Democrat. And uh, her stop at the Tiger Point Community Center did have a little bit of drama, though. Santa Rosa County Commissioner James Calkins made a surprise appearance on a skateboard wearing a red MAGA hat with a Trump flag. Uh, he tells the South Santa Rosa News he just wanted the uh, the Democrats to know that they were in Trump country. And House Speaker Mike Johnson laying out his plans to continue funding the government. He says he wants to extend funding at current levels for some federal agencies until mid-January, the rest through February. But that proposal does have Republicans a bit divided. Speaker Johnson's latter CR fails to meet the mark in this respect. It doesn't cut spending. It doesn't set the Republican-controlled House up for a win or even to engage in a single policy fight. And that is reaction from Congressman Matt Gates. The Democrats say they're also against it because it doesn't include funding for Israel or Ukraine. 735, let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Okay, the uh, we had a disabled semi-truck earlier in the middle lane on the Escambia Bay Bridge, but that has been moved over to the right now. But there was also a Jeep that has rear-ended that uh, semi-truck. So just if you're in, if you're going across the Escambia Bay Bridge eastbound, just please use caution, especially on the right-hand side. I-10 westbound coming out of Milton right after the Blackwater Bridge. We have a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock there. Uh, downtown Massachusetts Street around North W, there's a uh, hit-and-run crash. Also, uh, NAS Pensacola, it's... Uh, traffic is backed up all the way to DeBarancus. Uh Highway 29 northbound at Kim Strand. There's uh, the accident in front of Wind dixie that is causing some slowdown there uh, northbound. Uh, 98's flowing pretty good through Navarre and Gulf Breeze so far, so that's that's a good thing. If you have any traffic info to report, you can text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We do have a wet day in store for us with light to moderate showers moving through throughout the entire day. 90% chance of rain, high near 61. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 59. High rain chances continue for our Wednesday with an 80% chance of rain. Rain pretty consistent throughout the day, high near 64. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 61 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now, it is 55 in Pensacola, 59 in Gulf Breeze, 56 in Milton, and your next news at 8 o'clock, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your money now. There was a time when bad news about U.S. debt would send markets into a tailspin, but not this month. Markets yesterday shrugged off a warning from Moody's. It was lowering its ratings outlook on treasuries. The big three ratings agency said high levels of government debt and deficits coupled with political brinksmanship in Washington could jeopardize the global standing of government-issued fixed income. When S&P and Fitch issued similar warnings, they sent at least temporary shockwaves through Wall Street. But with the domestic fiscal and political mess seemingly old news, the rating service saber-rattling just doesn't seem to have the same impact. Bye Bye Baby is relaunching its website and 11 stores this month following the bankruptcy proceedings of former parent company Bed Bath & Beyond with plans to regain its mantle as a national go-to baby retailer with more than 100 stores in the next three years. Bye Bye Baby was considered the crown jewel of the Bed Bath & Beyond company. On Wall Street, futures little changed. That's your money now.
Need urgent care or a walk-in clinic? Go to ProHealth. Post-accident physical to access your PIP? Go to ProHealth. Drug test? ProHealth has seven locations. Occupational testing? Go to ProHealthFL.com. Affordable lab work or primary care? ProHealth has seven locations. An affordable medical weight loss program? ProHealth is your answer. Need a camp or a sports physical? Only $40 at ProHealth. ProHealth never requires a doctor's order or an appointment. Just walk right in. ProHealthFL.com. Serving Pensacola for 35 years. Uh, what'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at swmedspa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Follow Stillwater's on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit swmedspa.com. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. It's another gallery night in Pensacola on Palafox. Friday night, join your neighbors for another fun night downtown. See gallerynightpensacola.org. The Fall Pensacola Food Truck Fest at Community Maritime Park is Saturday. Enjoy the live music, bounce house, culinary competition, family fun. Come hungry. ApexShowsAndEvents.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at newsradio923.com. What is News Radio 923? News, News and information, information for Pensacola. Pensacola. The Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay, 5 till 9. The Pensacola Expert Panel or Pep Talk from 9 to 11. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins, 11 until 2. Guy Benson from 2 to 4. Pensacola Right Now from 4 to 7. Dave Ramsey from 7 to 10. WEAR TV at 10. And Brian Kilmeade overnight at 11. On News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Here in studio with me, we have Sheriff Chip Simmons, Scammy County Sheriff Chip Simmons, and also taste tester extraordinaire, uh, smoking coach, and uh, kickball aficionado. I think is this everything about you? That's a, that's a lot. It's it's enough. That's a lot. You got me on both now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I've got, I got two microphones in front of me. Make me feel important. <laughs> Pick the one that works best for you. Yeah, so, no, um, that's that, that'll be me. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good to have you. Uh, let's talk about events too, because we got some really important news to get to as well. But let's we always kind of start to talk about with, um, you know where there's been crimes and things. There was a shooting last week. Uh, I think it was on Wednesday uh, in Teakwood Circle. Uh, what happened here? Yeah, this is one of those, you know, we talk about some of the homicides that we see, and some of them are, uh, about a third of those are domestic-related. This one, there was a family argument, and a stepfather walked away from a stepson, walks into his um, into his, um, into his his bedroom, back in the bedroom, and then the, um, actually, I think it's the stepson walked away. No, stepfather walked away. Stepson follows him, okay. in which uh, he shoots at him, and... And then he follows him out and shoots him a couple more times. So this is a stepfather on a stepson uh, homicide. So the stepson was the victim in this case. The stepson was the victim in this case, yes. Wow, and we don't know other than they were squabbling what led to it, just moments and people got upset and they couldn't resolve their differences and couldn't stay separated. 
Uh, yeah, I got the names. It was, uh, let's see here, Okerling uh, was arguing with his stepfather, Martin Cardenas, in the dining room. Cardenas left the room, and Okerling followed him, and when they heard a loud pop, um, Okerling sustained multiple gunshot wounds from uh, a forty-five caliber. And that, that will do it. You know, it's we we. I feel like we cannot say it enough. It's what I tell my kids all the time. You know, they squabble. I tell them, just you don't have to be near each other. Leave the area. Just leave the area. How much how much crime of this sort would be avoided? How much pain and heartache and suffering and cost and jail time would be avoided if people just didn't have to have the last word, didn't have to pursue the argument, could just separate, breathe, and calm down for even a minute? Massive difference in what that does to people, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, that's that's the problem we have. A lot of times during the holiday season, um, we have domestic violence goes up. Yeah. You know, we have a lot more more squabbles and. Uh, hopefully that, that this year we won't see that. Hopefully we have cooler heads will prevail. And as you mentioned, maybe people can can separate themselves and um, you know talk about it, talk it out later on, or just walk away, just yeah. leave, just get your keys. I, I, I'm wondering this. It hasn't happened in my house, uh, but I'm wondering how many times someone says, "That's it. I'm out of here." Gets your keys and leaves before how Thanksgiving, you know, dinner, and and, yeah. and at least no one gets hurt. Right. You know, you can you can be angry with them, and this is fam- all families have this this. To some and it's funny how that rage thing, like, you know, what seems to the, like, I absolutely have to do this thing right now. And if you can manage to breathe and get, you know, 50 feet of separation, it's no longer the thing you have to do. It's, you know, it's just one bad choice among all your choices. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how that works. We also had a, um, an account north of Scambia had published that you guys had a, um, I guess, a claim of a drive-by up in Brat, just south of the border on Highway 99 on Friday. Uh, yeah, we got a report of the of drive-by. I don't think anyone was hit, and, okay. and we're still looking. We're still investigating it, but we don't really have much more than that. Um, okay. We are asking if anyone has information, because sometimes people will do these things, and they'll run their mouth a little bit, Yeah. and um, and word will get to someone, and we'll hear it third-hand, and then we'll backtrack all of that and find out that some of the information is pretty accurate. Okay. So if anyone says, as information, please, please let us know. Uh, as you well know, we had this case uh, involving a West Florida high school English teacher who uh, was involved in a shooting at a wedding out of state. That's not your case. You're not involved in that. There's no connection between you guys in this in this particular incident. But I did want to ask you if there was any part of it you knew or, you know, I don't know, if there was any part of it that involved your office at all. I'm not aware of any history of, any, of anything with this okay. with this particular individual. And that would be the only thing that we, we really looked at. I mean, because we were surprised like everyone else. When we read about it, um, you know, jurisdictionally, we have no we have right. no authority over over what happened. That's why they were, he was arrested up there. Um, but it just was as much a surprise to us as it is to uh, probably to anyone else reading it. And I know there was a it was really FHP, but you guys, I think, were in the vicinity where there was this uh, chase and arrest. And I think a pit maneuver was involved on Saturday with a high speed chase. Is that right? Yeah. You know, whenever we uh, chase a car or get behind a car or the Pensacola Police Department gets behind a car and starts chasing one or FHP, They'll, we'll let that jurisdiction know. We'll let other people know in case they're in the area, specifically FHP, because there's not as many troopers in the area as there are deputies. Sure. And a lot of times these chases lead to um, abandoned cars and people fleeing on foot and that sort of thing. So um, we were in the area. By the time we got there, the trooper had already pitted him, and uh, his trooper car was, was pinned up against the other car, and uh, I believe the trooper already had them had the, uh, the suspect caught. So it was a good job by by, by, the, yeah. by the trooper in that case. And, and, you know, for people who don't know, the pit maneuver is when you bump them with, you know, your front to their rear and you slide them sideways and you make them stop. At least that's it the goal. It spins them a bit, yeah. you know, and, it, and, it, and mostly, it, it, again, it, the design is uh, during a turn or during a slower speed. I mean, we, we, don't, we don't necessarily want 
want to be pitted in the interstate when mm-hmm. you're doing 60 or 80. Uh, but the plan is to stop them. Now it depends. If you're shooting at us, we'll pitch you wherever we, we can. Um, but typically it's, it's a, like you said, putting our front bumper to a real rear bumper, bump, bumper, uh, tapping them a bit and it'll spin them out usually pretty good. And if we have enough people around, that'll, that'll pretty much put the end of the chase. And hopefully it's an end that's peaceful and, you know, because everything else is kind of dangerous in that situation. I, you know, I had a uh, conversation with a lot of my deputies yesterday, and I told them, I said, we, we have these these push bumpers for a reason. The big, ugly black things these on big, the front of the car. Big things yeah, in yeah. the front. I mean, we're not worried about, what you know, cattle. We're not worried about cattle. Uh, <laughs> right. We're worried about uh, bad bad guys, and we're worried about stopping them as quickly as we can. And if we, you know, give me a hammer, and I'll I'll, I'll beat out the dent in our, in our fender. But I just <laughs> right. want these bad guys, these felons. Um, you know, to, to know that, that we're, we're not going to just give up on them. We're, they're going to go to jail. Because exactly you know what they're right. doing? They're stealing cars, and then they're going by doing shoot drive, uh, shootouts, or they're doing drive-bys, or they're doing something something else bad with them. Um, you know, so I, we, don't want, we don't want any part of that. And if you can get in the middle of that process, you can prevent the uh, ultimate bad thing from happening. That's good. That's good. Word, word spreads from the, and I call them bad guys, and, you know, if anyone gets offended, that's, that's uh, too bad. They're bad guys. I will tell if you, you don't that, want to be called a bad guy, don't yeah. don't do bad things. Right, I could call you worse, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> a bad guy. But um, you know, word spreads quite quite quickly. I, I tell a story a lot that um, when we arrested an individual, um, his his question in the middle of the interview room was, "Is that deputy going to get in trouble?" And the guy says, "For what?" He says, "Because I ran a stop sign, he ran a stop sign too. That deputy was supposed to stop." You know, he, he wants he wants discipline on the deputy because the deputy didn't, you know, actually engage him and stop this this bad guy. Oh, so, my God. Anyways. There's just no, yeah, I mean, there's no de- no end of that depth, I guess. All right, we're talking to Chip Simmons, Escambia County Sheriff. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? All right. Well, the uh, if you're headed over Escambia Bay Bridge eastbound coming into town here, uh, we had a disabled semi-tractor trailer that got rear-ended while it was disabled in the middle of the lanes, but now it's been moved over, moved over to the right, so everything's on the right-hand side, but still please use caution in that area. I-10 westbound coming out of Milton right after the Blackwater Bridge. We had a vehicle crash there earlier with injuries and roadblock. Um, downtown of Massachusetts in North W, there's a hit and run crash there. Um, and uh, getting reports that traffic is backed up to Barrancas uh, from NAS Pensacola. Also, uh, Highway 29 northbound at Old Kim Strand. If you're going by the Wind Dixie, there is an accident there. Crews are on the scene. Uh, 98 has been flowing good all morning. Uh, and looks like otherwise on Highway 90, you're looking good in Milton and Pace. Uh, if you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. I said at the beginning, we're talking to Sheriff Chip Simmons, that uh, we had some news to get to that wouldn't be related to crimes particularly, but uh, one is um, ShotSpotter. Yeah, ShotSpotter, as people can recall, it's this system that allows for um, you know multiple cameras, uh, not cameras, but but microphones, and and we have a three square mile area. I think the city has a three square mile area as well, and um, we got this grant through the state for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Actually, this is a very expensive technology, but the thought here is that as soon as it detects a gunshot, it alerts all the deputies and, and our dispatchers, and it's been live now for about a week, and we've already gotten several reports. Um, some of which are target practice. Some of them seem to be celebratory in nature. Some of them, uh, we believe, are just people that, that um, you know, handling a weapon, seeing if it works, and that sort of thing. Um, because we haven't yet had a, a case where a shot spotter alerted us to a location and an individual and a victim was still there. Um, so, but it's working. It's it's probably the best way to kind of test it to see yeah. if it, it does work. Um, I again, as I I talked to some of our deputies yesterday. They're like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty quick. It can kind of tell you the address, the, where the ad, where the 
um, the shot is coming from, how many shots. It can even typically tell you the direction of the projectile. Really? So if I shot to the east, it'll tell me the shot's going to the east. Wow. And it's, it's supposed to be pretty good and detect, uh, discern from fireworks and, and backfires uh, to to gunshots. And uh, I'm, I don't know if I want to read it, on, you know, hear it and, and, and monitor it during new year's eve right you know, i get you but, but or I, i'm just amazed you saying it's been up for a week and you've already managed to catch what would probably otherwise be unreported gunfire right. but you know people testing or people target shooting or people whatever mistakes you know things like right. that you guys are on scene i mean i don't think this word is going to get around pretty quickly that oh yeah you can't shoot a gun anymore in escambia county in these areas anyway. Well, that's certainly the hope. And that's our, 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 our sincere hope is that we combine ShotSpotter with our real-time crime scene. Yeah. So um, uh, if, uh, again, if, if our dispatchers at, at, in the dispatch center and they see ShotSpotter going off at a certain location, then they can, they can our real-time crime center can pull up any cameras in that area, see which vehicles are fleeing. In the past, we wouldn't know that until someone reported it right. sometimes four, ten minutes later. And by that time, we, we don't have, you know, unless you can go back and, rec- you know, to catch the recording on these videos, uh, which many of them do not have. But, but there are opportunity for us to say, hey, this looks like a white pickup truck that's leaving the area. That way our responding deputies will know much quicker i mean minutes quicker and in these types of cases minutes matter wow that's fantastic i didn't i thought it wasn't going to be ready for about another month or two so that's a very good news the other thing is uh and we'll probably talk about this more when we get closer but uh there's an ordinance that your office your legal office work with the county's legal office on this revised ordinance about median standing and interfering with traffic and you know, one of the key things about that is it's not going to affect somebody who's on the sidewalk. It's going to affect people who are in the median. I think of like the exit ramps at Brent, for example. Right. The person who's on the like the sidewalk next to the grass doesn't affect them. But if you're at uh, like Davis and Olive or something like that, or then like it would or Brent and yeah, Brent and Davis, there. anywhere like that. If there's a median, they won't be able to be on the median, right? That's correct. Yeah, uh, as you can, as you recall, there are a couple of ordinances on the books, but all of which are under constitutional challenge or constitutional yeah. review throughout the, the entire state of Florida. So no one is really enforcing them. No one that I'm aware of is enforcing these ordinances that they have. So what what we worked with the county, um, and, and credit goes to the county for for doing doing this for doing something right for trying, um, and now we have um, this ordinance that is, is could potentially if it's passed. Um, uh, uh, allow us to enforce this medium uh, medians are, that are under six foot, which aren't very many, to be honest. So most medians are, are a lot bigger. If it has grass, it's typically more than more than mm-hmm. the six foot. So the ones we're talking about are the smaller, mostly concrete ones. Um, and, and what the the rule here is that we watch it for a couple cycles and then we warn them. If they come back, then we can we can arrest them. Not only us, but um, code enforcement can enforce it as well. So my my point is, we plan on enforcing this with the the, the day it becomes effective. Uh, if it's if it's voted on, um, and it's effective, the day it, it, of, of the effectiveness, we will we will be we'll start enforcing it, and and we intend to um, not we're not trying to fill the jails up with it with these people. We just want them to get off of that median. Really, is what we want, right. and then we can start work on some other you know maybe some some more robust ordinances that can that can alleviate, alleviate some of the other issues that we have. Mostly trash. Yeah, trash and, has and been that, a big issue, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I you know I 
I'm a fan of this ordinance. I wish you guys felt like you had the power to do something. And I know that's the purpose here is to give you the power to do something. We all know this is a problem. And, you know, finding that constitutional balance and being able to enforce something that will hold up in court. You know, not that that's the goal, but just being able to enforce something that doesn't violate people's constitutional rights. That's the goal. So. You know, everyone everyone has rights. I mean, and there, right. and there's there's a level of humanity here. That, and, you know, if people are hungry, I'd, I'll be the first one in line to give them something to eat. I happen to know that there are plenty of places for them to get to get food in this community. And you don't have to just throw your trash all over the roadway. I, I, I think that there's a, a happy medium, not median, happy <laughs> right, medium here where, um, you know, where, where we can we can we can show grace and we, we can be compassionate. But 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 uh, people have to run a business, you know, and 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 I'm, I'm aware of some things that have taken place in some of these camps that, uh, that, that are criminal in nature. And I'm aware of some things that you don't want your kids to see. So, uh, you know, I, I, just, I think that there's a way we can we can hammer this, you know, hammer this out mental health, food, addiction, and, and just common sense ordinances. Absolutely. Sheriff Chip Simmons, uh, Scammy County Sheriff Chip Simmons, is always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for doing what you do to keep us safe and informed. We'll talk to you again next week. You bet. Y'all take care. 754 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey, Pensacola, Dave Ramsey here. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Gulf Coast Air Care. They've been trusted members of your community for over 25 years. Owner Todd St. Ors and his team focus on the indoor air quality side of HVAC for the people who want comfortable, healthy, and energy-efficient homes and workplaces. Gulf Coast Air Care can help you with dusty, moldy, or leaky duct systems, hot or cold rooms, and odors, and humidity issues. They test for duct leaks, and they do the repairs. If you need duct cleaning, duct repairs, or air filtration, you should call them today. Remember what Todd always says, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Call Gulf Coast Air Care today at 850-934-2768 or visit them online at gulfcoastaircare.com. That's 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Elevate your brand with custom engraved gifts and products from Prim and Proper. Your clear choice for all brand and product needs. Locally owned and trusted, Prim and Proper offers custom engravings for promotional and gift items for your business. They also have so many unique gifts to choose from, including engraved drinkware, cutting boards, tumblers, water bottles, sleigh decor, and more to inspire you the moment you walk through the door. They're also the only local retailer for Sandhopper electric beach carts. PrimandProper.com for more. That's PrimIndProper.com. Things keep getting bigger and better at Daryl Sewing of Pensacola. Daryl Sewing is the largest sewing machine dealer in the Pensacola area, offering a variety of sewing machines, sergers, and embroidery systems, plus a large selection of sewing machine furniture, craft supplies, and fabrics. Financing is available, too. Call them today, 850-438-5444. Daryl Sewing, located at 6705 North Davis Highway, between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. Guy Benson, keeping you informed of the news every day at 2, right after Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Hey, bud, what's your problem? 
morning, uh, as long as you're not driving. <laughs> Good morning. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola right. Morning News. Tell them all the bad news, Jake. Okay, I'll try to condense this down. I-10 westbound coming out of Milton. Just after the Highway 87 exit, uh, you're going to be slow all the way up to Garcon. There's a vehicle crash with injuries there causing roadblock. Also, if you're trying to get out of Milton on Highway 90 the other way, westbound, headed into Milton, it's backed up over that bridge going to Caroline Street. Um, traffic is backed up at uh, to Barrancas uh, from NAS Pensacola. Also, Highway 29 northbound at Old Kimstrand in front of the Winn-Dixie. There's an accident causing problems there. This traffic report is brought to you by Anderson Subaru. Anderson Subaru needs your car, and they will pay more than ever before. Anderson Subaru, your adventure begins here. Keep those traffic tips rolling in. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Yeah, I mean, you're not able to drive. Might as well text us a traffic tip. You might as well. You're sitting there <laughs> drinking your coffee. Sitting there stuck in traffic. Can't mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Don't text while you're driving, but it is legal while you're stopped. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, the world's best and brightest apparently are flocking to several countries, but the U.S., not one of them. Switzerland has uh, made the top of the list for where people are moving. Uh, that's according to the 2023 Global Talent Competitiveness Index by business uh, by a business school. And uh, the European country has held the crown apparently for the uh, last 10 years benefiting uh, from social protections. Anyway, Singapore held on to second place thanks to its uh, labor force, and uh, U.S. was in third place on this list. Uh, there we go. And then, Tell uh, me more about why Switzerland is succeeding, David. Well, I, you know, <laughs> so I, I, was in a, I was in a hurry to pull this thing in, and <laughs> I then I, all I of a sudden it. I get this copy. I'm like, what is this? This doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. But anyway, so <laughs> I, was trying to make, over here. I was trying to make it through that. Hey, I've got an update on the pallet fire in Los Angeles Please yesterday, do. though. They're saying that was intentionally set. Uh, arson, huh? Arson, that's what they're saying. So we'll uh, get more on that, I'm sure, uh, as they have news conferences later today. And they still don't know when I-10 is going to be reopened in that part of it. No, LA, not right? at all. Golly, that is a, I mean, huge traffic corridor through I-10 right there. All right, David, thanks so much for the update.